he said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> Unhinged. Hey guys, and welcome back to She's All Batch. Um, this episode is another interview episode. We're speaking with Marissa Gunn. You know her from Going Home Night One on Peter Weber's season of The Bachelor, but then more notably from Bachelor in Paradise where she got engaged to Riley. Marissa was so sweet. We totally loved talking to her. We had a really good conversation about her experience going home night one of Peter Weber's season and really what that meant for her once she got onto the beach and how she was treated differently from other cast Castmates, what really went down in the boom boom room with Riley on their first date because she knows how it went down and it is not exactly how it aired on TV. And also just in general, her relationship with Riley and why their engagement didn't last. I really think you guys are going to like this one. She was super sweet. We loved chatting with her. So without further ado, let's get into the interview. All right, guys, we have Marissa Gunn here. You know her from Peter Weber's season of The Bachelor and also from Bachelor in Paradise. Marissa, thank you for coming on She's All Batch. Thanks for having me, guys. So we always like to kind of start at the beginning with everyone because everyone has a unique story of how they even got on the show. So how was your experience with that? So for me, it was very interesting. I got a random call one day um, saying that it was a casting producer. And I was like, oh, it's The Bachelor. This is like a one in a million chance. Like, ignored it. Or I thought it was fake at first. And then I got Mm -hmm. another call like, hey, this is a casting producer. So I entertained it a little bit. Um, But I had never watched the show or like I've heard of it, but I'd never watched it. So my aunt, come to find out my aunt um, anonymously submitted me. So that's how I got selected to be on the show. Um, But yeah, so it's interesting. (laughs) That's crazy. And like, did she not not tell you at first and you're just getting (laughs) these calls? Yeah, so I really thought it was like a hoax. I'm like, there's no way. Like, I was like, no, they're not yeah. calling me. So how much time do you have before like getting, will you agree to be on the show? Then how much time between actually going to the show? You literally, like two weeks. Two weeks. Everyone gets That's like crazy. the same amount of time. So no one has more or less time to prepare. Okay. Can you talk a little bit about like what the prep was like? Because it's like two weeks is so crazy to get like, all the dresses, all the outfits, literally packed for every single type of weather. I always think that's like an insane ask from people. It's so crazy. And the thing is, is like for me, it was what sucked is I spent so much money because you're you could be there for up to like nine weeks. And then mm-hmm. like me, I got sent home the first night. So <laughs> it was um it was interesting. Like I would definitely not invest like a lot of money into it if I ever did it again. Um, but if you just... don't do it and then you do go far, you're screwed. So you do have <laughs> to be prepared. It's like a catch 22. It's a catch 22, but yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a good prep process for sure. Like I had baggies, me and my mom sat out like riding. If I went on this kind of date, what this was for, like we did this, what's this for? Were you Aww. able to use any of that planning for Paradise or was nothing like nothing worked in on the beach? Well, so on the beach, everything it's completely different. You're literally in a bikini. So that was so much easier. I literally just packed like 50 bikinis and <laughs> little cocktail dresses. Um, but yeah, that was a lot easier to pack for. And then like the evening gowns get heavy. So mm-hmm. like that was the hardest part is if you're going to be there for the evening gowns, like packing those because you could have three evening gowns up to 50 pounds in one suitcase. Well, wait, don't you put them in garment bags? <laughs> when you're traveling and stuff? Yeah, or even just showing up to the mansion. Like you can't stuff yeah, it in a can. suitcase. 
You can't. I mean, we, I had like one garment bag that I had probably like four dresses in and then like rolled it up. But yeah, because you're only allowed like three suitcases. That's why I'm asking. Like, if you have to bring 10 dresses, but each of them needs its own like separate bag, that gets a little tricky. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like you're better off keeping the tags on literally everything so that like when you wear it, you take the tag off and then it's like, okay, at least I got to wear it on the show, but then everything else you can return. No, seriously. And then the problem with what happened with me is I ordered everything from a place and didn't read the fine print where it said, like, you only get a return credit. So you don't get your money back. So I had like $5,000 worth of dresses. And then I returned them. And I now I was like, okay, everyone's getting this for Christmas because I had a whole credit. That's (laughs) That's crazy. crazy. So you knew Peter was The Bachelor because it was announced before you guys went flew out right or did you not oh okay no I actually found out that the night before in the hotel room um so they like I was pretty convinced that it was Mike um they pretty much had me convinced they even came to my hometown and everything did the intro and stuff and they're like refer to him as the bachelor like just refer to the person as the bachelor we think you're gonna be really excited with who it's gonna be and they knew i was like wanting mike really bad that season so then when i got there we all found out well they said we all found out in the hotel room like the day before so you're kind of like no matter what it's like okay i'm here like i'm gonna go out but yeah, I was shocked. I was shocked when it was Peter. Um, and Good then shocked I- or bad shocked? <laughs> I mean, he's no Mike Johnson, but like, he's still I, cute. I, yeah, uh, yeah, Peter's a cool guy. <laughs> I, was like, I, got, I got to know Peter after the fact. Yeah. So yeah, he's pretty cool. But I was not happy with him for sending me home that first night after that pinky Well, promo. yeah. Well, I was going to say, do you think that affected you going home the first night because you were so like Mike, 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 and then you were surprised that it was Peter? I think so. I think um, with Peter and I, like, it was just awkward. Like, we had a really long conversation. Like, some girls didn't even get, like, more than a minute with him. I had quite some time with him, and there was just really nothing there. <laughs> like, we were just okay. talking, and it was kind of just, like, awkward conversation. Like, okay, like, when when's the next person going to come? Oh, <laughs> Wait, no. can you, what, what were you talking about that was that awkward? We were just talking. It was just, like, he was asking where I was from. I'm like, what flyover state do you think I'm from? And then, like, it just got, like, silent. Like, after our conversation, we're just both sitting there, and then we kissed. And then we're just sitting there again. And then finally, I think someone else came in. But we were there for a good 10, 15 minutes, That's which is like a long time. Of. Wait, <laughs> yeah, did the kiss air? No. No. Okay, so edit that it was out a kiss you went to like home. fill time oh. just because you guys didn't have anything to talk about. So it's like, well, literally, we might as well make it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happened. It wasn't even like in the moment type thing. It was just like, well, I think we're supposed to kiss now. <laughs> Oh, oh my God. God, that's like my worst nightmare. I hate small talk when you run into someone that you have nothing to talk about anymore, but you're just standing there and that's what you did with a camera crew on you. Literally, it was so awkward. And so me going into this, I had no idea what to expect. I had never watched it. I just thought, oh, I got to make this man fall in love with me. How hard can that be? You know, um, and then when I went there, I'm just like, is this for real? Like, I didn't know like what was going on. Like, are these people being for real? Is she really acting like this? Like, what is happening? So, so you go home night one. Can you tell us about your exit interview and how they kind of 
prepped you for that? Like, are they like, okay, Marissa, come over here. We want you to talk about X, Y, Z. Like, how did the exit interview go? Yeah. So, well, my exit interview went a little different because I was like really like determined. I'm like, I'm not crying. Like, I was so mad that I was getting sent home the first night. So then they um they were like, oh, how does it feel like to get sent home on the first night? And I was like, it sucks. And they're like, well, can you like have a re- like a little bit more like emotion? Like, what's going? On? I'm like, it's his loss. Like, I don't know what to tell you guys. Like. So they were kind of like, they wanted me to show a little more emotion and care a little more, but I'm like, I just met this dude. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm more pissed at the fact that I have to go home after spending thousands and thousands of dollars. And then I have to go tell my family, yep, I'm the girl that got sent home the first night. No, I know. I always think about that. I'm like, that feels like the, the harder blow is like all the gowns that I'm not going to be able to wear now. Yeah, it's just, and it's like all this for what, but honestly, like, I'm so blessed. It was a blessing in disguise. I, I'm so happy I went home the first night. I don't think I would have um, been as happy going through paradise um, if I didn't get sent home the first night on The Bachelor. Yeah, yeah. well, you didn't find love on The Bachelor, but you found love pretty quickly on Bachelor <laughs> Paradise. So you had like two polar opposite experiences with two two shows. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> Let's dive into Riley, shall we? <laughs> you had to know this was coming. We have to ask about all these yeah. things. Um, well, so you guys obviously um, had a connection pretty immediately when you guys went on your first date. I know there was a lot of conversation, and quite frankly, you got a lot of unfair backlash for like the fact that you guys had your first date, you wanted to continue your conversations, continue your time together and go into the boom, boom room. Um, were you surprised with the reactions that you got from viewers or were you surprised with how much of that was shown? Like, what was your experience like watching that all back? I wasn't surprised with the reaction of people. I mean, people are going to be people and say things, um, no matter what. Um, Mm -hmm. I was more surprised with like what they showed and how they showed it because I know like what went down and how it went down and a lot of it like I just played with it at first you know I'm just like whatever like this is my fiance we're gonna spend the rest of our lives together people can think what they want to think you know so Mm -hmm. I just kind of let it go um but yeah I was just more annoyed at the fact like how they played things and the sounds and stuff like that. It's just like, that's not what happened. I know exactly what happened. Yeah. But I didn't say anything. Well, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we just recently talked to Kenny and Mari and Mari mm-hmm. was telling us how, when they went to the boom, boom room after, I think they got their wedding. They went to the mm-hmm. boom, boom room and they were, she was sitting on the bed and the camera was like moving as she like moved around the room, the camera moved. And she's like, oh, they're like literally, they're watching in real time. There's someone sitting there right now. How creepy. Like literally, so that's creepy. what I was thinking. I'm like, you're literally sitting there in pitch black and you just see this little red dot like following you. Even if you're whispering, it's like it comes on staring at you. You have no privacy. Yeah. Oh my God. Is that weird in the moment or is that something like after the fact you're like, oh, we were being filmed the whole time versus like, you know, when you're there, I feel like a lot of people say you eventually kind of forget that the cameras are there. But I, when I think back on it, I'm like, oh, that's so weird that like people are watching you the whole time. Yeah, I don't think it was weird in the moment because like in my, in your mind, you're honestly thinking 
what weirdo is gonna watch this or air this like, like yeah they right. could have just not aired it yeah so like that you're not really thinking of like oh crap I wonder how they're gonna make this look it's like because who in their right mind wants to put some of this on tv it's like you're thinking like yeah. honestly like one of the tricks like so one of the running jokes people were talking about is just like just be completely naked the whole time then they can't like show anything so just like walk around the room completely Girl. naked uh-huh. they could do the black box though right right <laughs> but then it's like the bachelor come on <laughs> yeah well you said that oh, whatever this is my fiance this is the love of my life were you feeling that that early on like when you first met riley oh yeah yeah Aww. i really i really had strong feelings for him right away is he someone that you were looking for um, before coming on the show? Like when you send your list of people, was he on it? No, I actually had no idea who he was um, when he came down to the beach. I was like, uh, I was like hitting Ivan because Ivan and I were friends. And I'm like, why have you not told me about this man? Like, yeah. <laughs> who is this? And then, yeah. Who did you have your eye on? Damar. Okay. Yeah, um... Damar. Well, you and Riley obviously ended up getting engaged on the show. Is that something that going into the process you thought you would be open to or did it catch you by surprise? I wanted to be engaged. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I really was ready to get engaged, get married, start a family, all mm -hmm. that. So I How went like ready. How is it getting engaged with like lighting and a camera crew and people watching that like very important moment. How was that for you? It honestly, like everything went away in that moment. Like mm -hmm. it was just me and him, you know, mm -hmm. um, I was just so nervous. I was just nervous at the fact that he wasn't going to propose. Okay. Like I was, that's all that was running through my mind that whole day. I'm like, Oh my gosh, he's not going to propose. And then in my head, I'm like, well, if he doesn't propose, I don't want to be with him because if he doesn't want to be with me, like that's pretty much what he's telling me. So it was just a lot of emotions that day. Yeah. Did you guys have conversations about it beforehand or was he kind of trying to leave you surprised? Um, so he actually whispered something in my ear right before he left like I don't know if I can do this or something like that and so I was a mess for the next two days because that that was the last time we saw each other and then we had to go a whole day without each other before we had the engagement so I was just like a wreck crying because I he like left me in limbo like I'm like I don't know what he's gonna do I have absolutely no idea Wait, that's kind that of crazy. A, did you ever yeah. ask after you guys got together though and left the show? Did you ever ask him like what? Why did you say that to me? He said like because he just wasn't sure. Like he, oh okay, his, having his mom there was important and stuff. Okay, mm, he didn't want to get engaged, but whatever. so well, yeah. So you leave the show an engaged <laughs> couple. How soon does it take a turn? Um. Well, so. After we got engaged, we couldn't see each other for three months because oh, right. um, I was like, until the what? finale. Yeah. yeah. So we saw each other, I think, twice between those three months. And what was really like, or, I don't know if this is like a red flag, but it was a red flag for me because, you know, like if you're in a relationship, there's all these rules through The Bachelor. Like you can't see each other. You can't communicate, you know, X, Y, and Z. Everyone does it still. Everyone does it. Yeah. This man did not want to do it. And I'm like, why did you not want to see me? You know? 
but yeah so we literally only saw each other those two times that they flew us out for a happy couple but why wasn't um, it more that's crazy only twice mm-hmm. but you don't think yeah, it once a month or in three yeah but I feel like the couples that come from at least the regular bachelor show it's more frequently yeah. than that and I don't know if it's because we're from, like, I was in Georgia and he's in New York and they would always have to send us to LA. I don't know. But like the budget like the is tight. Couples, yeah. Because I think like Kenny and Mari had the same amount. Um, okay. And so did Joe and Serena. But yeah. Um, so we only saw each other those two times. And then right after the show, immediately after um, the finale, I like pretty much moved to New York. So right. um I was there for a while and then we kind of just went around and did like met our families. We went to Detroit, went to Montana and that lasted about three months of like good relationship. Everything's going smoothly. Yeah. Okay. Two, two to three months. Okay. Um, what, what, if you don't mind sharing, what was the reason why it wasn't, you weren't able to work it out? I think I just realized like we wanted completely different things. Like a lot of the stuff that was promised wasn't given. Like, you know, like I really wanted to get married, have kids, start like that kind of life. And I think he was on the verge of like just trying to figure out what he wanted to do for himself. And um, we just had completely different ideas of what we wanted for life. Yeah. That happens. There, there was a lot of speculation before you guys announced that you weren't together anymore. W- was there like deleted photos and stuff? Like act, uh, activity on Instagram, I remember. Yeah, I probably, well, I probably deleted like all of my photos with him. I didn't okay. want to see and be reminded of it. Yeah. When I was done, when I was done, I was done. Like, right. it, it mm-hmm. was just a, it was very... Right. Yeah. <laughs> have you guys talked since the breakup? No, we have not. What's the process of sending back the ring? <laughs> so I actually had to go to LA and give it back. Do they at least fly you there? Yeah. Okay. We, no, they didn't fly me. So I think they probably would have shipped the ring. I ended up going to LA for oh, they did. It was um one of the finales are women tell all or something that I went to as an audience member. And then I gave it back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know. You just like handed it to them, like in like a little Ziploc baggie, like, here you go. I was like, here. Oh my God. Do they then repurpose the ring? And then like a future bachelorette gets it though. Cause like, what are they doing with that ring? I don't know. And that's why I'm like, I wanted that ring. No, it's (laughs) a beautiful ring. I don't know what they do. Got some bad juju. Just kidding. <laughs> well, what is it? If you stayed engaged for two years, you get to keep yeah. the ring. Yeah, you could have pushed through yeah. for two years, and then you get and to keep listen. It. I thought about it, but I couldn't. <laughs> I could not put myself through that. I was like, yeah, no, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, two to three know. months to two years is like a <laughs> right. long time to wait for a ring. Right. <laughs> is the ring really worth it? Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, yeah. I wanted to ask you a little bit because so you obviously went home night one and we think there's that literally means nothing in this world but obviously in the bachelor i feel like especially recently there have been conversations of like other contestants that went that stayed longer on the show or whatever like they 
or like speak badly about people who went home night one. Like for example, Avon this past season of Paradise had made some comment to Olivia like, oh, what do you know? You only went home night one. And it's like, what does that even mean, dude? Like one, the one guy, Zach Shellcross, like didn't connect with Olivia. So that means she is somehow lesser than mm -hmm. you. And I was just curious your experience coming onto Paradise. Like because you went home night one, did you ever feel like treated differently than some of these other like more veteran paradise people who come in like with kind of like a big ego I'm wondering if that's the attitude from production as well as like some of the castmates oh for sure for sure um like when I went into it I wasn't close with any other producers like mm -hmm. and even till the end like all the way till the end like they I never really had like a main person that I was always with or that I could go off with like people do but yeah I definitely there's definitely some mm -hmm. different treatment there <laughs> would you share an example what it is just like so a lot of like people like you'll have your like main producer who sticks with you like throughout the whole thing and I never really had any of that like it was just always like someone popping in or someone coming to do this like it was never just someone like strictly for Marissa you know Mm -hmm. so other people have like a producer that's strictly for them yeah that's kind of how it goes yeah Pretty, but paradise there's so many people while. yeah yeah mm -hmm. Interesting. so and you can kind of tell and like looking back now I you can kind of tell that how they um mess with you during like the bachelor like kind of tells you like where you're gonna be like I really had no one talking to me the first night like no one really like coaching me or telling me what to do or how like how things work I was really just all in by myself so that, that I'm was so kind of, like, looking back now I'm like okay like other girls were getting like hey like here's this like you should go do this and that and I'm like sitting here like okay is anyone gonna talk to me like what am I supposed to do next I walked up to Peter on my own I'm just like okay I guess I'm supposed to go <laughs> See so, do you think they had pre-planned that you were gonna go home night one then I mean, I don't know, but it's all, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think me and Peter didn't have a good connection, but there's probably some connection in there too. <laughs> yeah. Um. So were you ever asked to go back to the show? Like after things didn't work out with Riley? Um. For Paradise? Yeah. No, not officially. I was asked if I would, okay. but um, I wasn't asked to go back. Would you go back? Yeah, uh, I would, I have a like different mindset. Now I think back then I was like, all in like, I just want to get married. I want to get engaged. Like now it's like, I got to know this person. I'm going to be asking all the right questions. Mm -hmm. Like from A to Z. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. like rumors that it paradise may not happen. I don't know That's if you watched last paradise, but it was kind of a flop because like literally days after the finale, every couple that left the show was done. Not like made a mockery of the franchise, but kind of that like not one couple could last at least like a month after the finale. It was a little crazy. And it was all within like days of each other too. It really was. Yeah, that was, I didn't watch the season, but I did watch that happen. Like just one after another. Yeah. Um, which is unfortunate. Of course, we like to see the couples last. But my season was successful besides me. Like, <laughs> they're all married. I know. <laughs> Kenny and Maury. Yeah. So yeah. maybe they just need to run it back. Like, maybe they just need to go through the casting process again. Yeah. 
yeah, see who I mean, they're I, casting. I think they need to do they, something needs to change. I don't think they need to do away with the show, but I think what's happening is like people are going on the show and doing what they need to do to stick around despite not having connections with people. Whereas in the past, if you didn't have a connection with someone, you pretty much always had to go home. But like yeah. people were sticking around to like very much on this season, um, the past one, that like it would be the final day before you had to go off and like get engaged or go off and do your um, overnights. And they're like, okay, we've been dating since the first episode. We're going to go home now. And it's like, well, why did you do this? Like, why did yeah. you make it all the way to the end? And it was a lot of people that did that. I know. So it was, yeah. from a viewer's standpoint, it was kind of not as good to watch. Like I would rather watch people who like actually want to be together. And actually build connections, not just for the TV and the drama yeah. and just to be there. Last totally. Long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. I think that's what, um, that's how I went into it. Honestly, like I was just like genuine and really like looking to build a connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think that definitely came across too. Um, yeah. Well, what's life for you like now? Are you dating? What are you up to? Like, what is your day to day? Life's good. Um, I am doing a little dating. I started dating recently. I took like about a year and a half off just to focus on myself and um, figure out what it is I really want, what I want to do. But I'm back in the pool. I'm really trying to like, I don't know, I'm dating for purpose and, you know, um intentional so yeah the next one's gonna be the last one yeah make them stick um so but like definitely if paradise comes back throw your hat in the ring if you're looking to to do that again I feel like it would be great to see you know what you went through with with Riley and then get another shot on the show I think that would be cool for the viewers to follow you along on that yeah I mean I would be open to it if they asked me I, I I enjoyed my time I the whole time honestly like I had nothing bad to say really about it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the guacamole you hope I go the guacamole is good the chicken nuggets are even better my favorite was the shrimp though like they have the best shrimp there it, and is it really it's like made to order or like you can go up to the chef and ask them for anything is that oh, true? Oh, yeah. I I think I gained like 10 pounds when I was in paradise because he's literally just sitting there making drinks. You can start drinking at noon. You can start ordering food as soon as you wake up. So I would always wake up, grab a green juice, grab like a shrimp breakfast scramble. And then he'd all like just sitting there cooking 24-7. Like if you wanted chicken nuggets, if you wanted bolognese. And you could have anything. Like you could order anything. And if they didn't have it, they'd figure out a way to make something up like it. That's crazy. But you said so you could start drinking at noon. Is that like an official time where they're like, okay, bars open? And like why <laughs> noon of all times? Like at that point, just let us start drinking as soon as we wake up. Like what difference Literally. does it make? <laughs> no, yeah, we got to start at noon. Um, I don't know why they waited till noon, but no mimosas. So random. Yeah, yeah, mimosas were the noon. But if oh. you think about it, like we if we started drinking at noon, and then we'd be up, and you could drink until like whenever if you followed the rules or whatever. What's but, the deal like, about the rule, though? Like, do they? It's are they... two drinks per hour, but it's not every hour if that makes sense it's per hour so how you take the drinks is up to you so like if you want to take a drink at 
1250 and 1255 those are your two drinks and then you want to take one at 105 and 115 you can have your four right there and you're feeling good <laughs> right is there like a guy with a spreadsheet that says like how do you yes prove- really yes i would get so mad I mean, that guy would get in arguments i'm like no they literally would be and wells wells has his own little sheet too with how many drinks you've had Oh my God. Yeah. Wells is doing the, the, the heavy lifting <laughs> you know of like marketing. No, literally me and Wells would have some nights where I'm just like, come on, Wells. Like, I'd be, he'd be like, sorry. I'm like, come on. But they don't see a problem with someone drinking at 1250 and 1255 and 105. That's fine. As long as yeah. it's literally like a separate hour. It's literally like who I think it's the person. The production is going to do whatever. Like sometimes I felt like they would tell me I couldn't drink just because they knew it would piss me off. Like even though I know like I could still have a drink, they'd be like, "Oh, no, keep it from her. Like keep it from her." Mm, okay. Interesting. Cuz they but yeah, you would, can... like take me off. They did that mm-hmm. with tacos with me one time. Oh, it was so bad. They wouldn't <laughs> give me my tacos. And it literally like started making me cry. And then of course they take me into an ITM and I have a whole interview and I'm just like, give me my damn tacos. And then after you gave them what you, what they wanted, did you get your tacos? Yes. Damn. They know what they're doing. I know. They got the tears and everything. They got the tears Uh. and everything. What did you, did that part air? Did you like see yourself crying and know that it was about tacos? Yeah. (laughs) It was. It was when I was crying about Connor. Supposed, like I was, it was something about Connor. They had me crying about Connor the cat. But it was really. Wait, why about were my you tacos. crying about him though? I wasn't. I was crying about my taco. I know, but like, what? I don't even remember you having anything with Connor the cat. Yeah, so Connor was my first rose. I got my first rose from Connor. Okay, mm-hmm. that was the first, and then Riley came down the beach. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. I want to go back and watch. The- <laughs> yeah, I know. Seriously, and finding those those taco moments. <laughs> um, going back to the drink thing, is there? Do they ever cut people off at a certain time, or it's like you can literally have two drinks an hour every hour until late, late, late night? I mean, I think. Oh wait, I think the bar did close at two. I think it was at two. The um, bartender yeah. would go away. Yeah, you don't have any more drinks. Yeah, and then which was annoying because sometimes we'd be out there till like 7 (laughs) a.m it's like that's crazy when do they wake you up to do yeah like eight or nine whenever the sun rose came up sometimes the sun would be coming up but when we'd be going to bed those days they would give us maybe like an extra hour to sleep what are they waking you up for to do like like the itms and confessionals or just to be up just to be up like yeah, just get up. It, that's what we would get frustrated about. <laughs> like, what are we even doing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that was one of the perks about being in the boom boom room. Like, you weren't on the schedule. So that's what people don't understand. Like, you don't got a boom boom just in the boom boom room. There's perks about being in the boom boom room. Like, if you're in there, conditioning. Do, yeah, do you not have to wake up at a certain time if you're in there? Well, you're usually like the last to wake up because like, of course, they're going to want to have some like drama, like if you show walking in later, like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, where were Riley and Marissa last night? Got That's it. Funny. You know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, where can our listeners keep up with you if they want to follow you on social media or anything like that? 
Yeah, follow me on Instagram, Marissa Gunn, my name. Um, I post on there all the time. And then TikTok, I'm getting more or getting better with TikTok, showing a little bit more of my personality. So cool. see me on there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time today. This was so fun going down memory lane. And hopefully <laughs> we'll see you on the beach again if they, yeah. if they come back. <laughs> I hope so. We'll see. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Marissa. Thank you. Thank you. It's good Bye. talking to you. You too. Bye. Bye.